quarantines. The show that talks to ordinary people from around the world about how the lockdown has affected them and what music they are tuning into at this strange time. Small businesses and the self-employed have been some of the worst hit by the effects of COVID-19. This week we head to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where I was born. Coffee entrepreneur Dan shares his lockdown playlist and tells us how he has had to adapt to cope with the lack of customers. Welcome to the podcast, Dan. Tell us where in the world you are at the moment. Ingrid, at the moment I'm talking to you from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. And what can you see out the window of where you are? Well, I live in a suburb that about 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I went through a, like a semi-gentrification. So a lot, of the, a lot of the streets are little small houses, kind of old, not colonial, but kind of old protected houses. And there's a few apartments shut up. If I look... Over to the far right, I see a favela. So up on the hill, you'll see the, yep. the lights going up onto the hill. It's quite beautiful at night. And are you in a house or are you in an apartment? I'm in a three-storey apartment. It's actually a commercial building, so it has my office and my living quarters here, my kitchen and storage. Mm-hmm. And so if you weren't in lockdown, what would you be doing now? Well, so... At the moment, I'm going through a kind of a startup phase of my small business. It's a small cafe in Rio. Mm -hmm. So there's never really been too much money that's uh, that carries over from month to month. So usually I'm at home. The, I have a, the internet's available. I have a very good internet connection. So that's kind of my connection with the world. So during the week, I'm usually at home on, you know, up to Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, I might meet up with some friends in the evening. So in Brazil, you're not officially meant to stay at home. What, what are the rules there at the moment? Because you're at quite a different stage to Australia. Well, the rules aren't hard and fast. There are some rules that going to public places like supermarkets, pharmacies, the metro station, they require you to wear a mask. But there's no rules that on the street, you can't go on the street or you have to wear a mask. There's the details about, you know, not agglomerating with other people, but there's no hard and fast laws that have been put into place. Are people working from home? It's funny because, like, the the social demographic here, you've got the people that can work from home and they're the, from the big multinationals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they work from home and it's working quite well because they can communicate online. But you have a great kind of middle class and lower class, even greater lower class, and you know, they're workers working in the restaurants that are doing deliveries. Uh, they're selling things on the street or they're going about, you know, their small businesses so they have to go get supplies. So there's a lot of people on the street, but there are people at home as well. So restaurants aren't presumably having eating customers, are they? No. For the first two months, they were solely delivery. You see some places are relaxing a little bit where they will allow people to come in but, like, be separated by, you know, four or five seats. But then again, no, there's not enough volume in, in the streets to warrant a restaurant opening up right. to full capacity. So, yeah. So people are basically staying at home even if they're not forced to there. Um, yeah, because there's, there's basically nothing to do. The large shopping centres are closed. And apart from that, there's nothing to do. So, yeah, there's... No reason to be outside. Yeah. What was the first tune that you picked for us to listen to today and why did you choose it? First tune I 
I picked was a Bob Dylan song. It's called Don't Think Twice. Probably Bob Dylan's my favourite artist in the world. So all of his songs are, you know, five, ten plus mm-hmm. minutes. So it wouldn't really be fair putting a ten-minute song on it. This is a nice short song, quite simple. There's nothing much to read into it. And it's got a nice, happy, you know, uh, of a relationship. But it's just a nice song that you can listen to. All right, let's have a listen. Even you don't know by now And it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, baby It'll never do somehow When your rooster crows at the break of dawn Look out your window and I'll be gone You're the reason I'm traveling on But don't think twice, it's all right yeah, that's lovely. Love a bit of Dylan. Yeah, he's awesome. Who are you spending the lockdown with? Um, I live by myself. Yeah. I, I live on, on a rooftop. So I have a large outdoor area. I have ample indoor areas. So, yeah, just me. On the on the weekends, I do meet up with a couple of close friends and we go on, on a hike. Mm-hmm. So the national parks are closed, but there's a lot of free kind of nature around the city that you can go and escape to. So we do that. So also I believe the beaches are closed as well, aren't they? Yeah, the beaches have been closed. I've been like, so I deliver coffee on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And so I'm riding, you know, throughout the city and along the beaches. And one time I did see the police drive down the street with their siren on telling people to get off the beach. But that was in the the first or second month. At the moment, on the weekend, I think you're allowed to go on the beach. If, if you're not allowed, there's a lot of people on the beach. But I think it's you have to go straight to the water and you can't mingle on the sea. You can't do that typical karaoke thing, which is, is, you know, it's the social life of the city, isn't it? It's going to the beach at the weekends and meeting up with your friends, having a few beers. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot, I guess, um, I don't know if it's the right restriction because it is outdoors. It's in, you know, a breezy environment with the heat of the sun. As long as people are respecting other people and uh, usually on a weekend it would be busy, really, really busy, but, yeah, it's much less. Because from what I've seen, you have been sort of coping with the virus for a long, long time without having a drop in infection rates. They're going up really, aren't they, in Brazil? So are people getting fatigued by it? Are they sort of being less careful because they're just exhausted? Look, it's kind of – it's a polemic subject. The first thing, I don't watch commercial television. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as up to date with what they're talking about in the news and what some stations are talking about. But it's been going on a long time and people are tired and definitely all the small business owners that I know, they're going through like a really – trying time and they need to start innovating we all do they only started really doing a lot of the testing you know within maybe 30 or 40 days if i'm not correct it it definitely wasn't initial so the spike or the the increase it's definitely has to do with the actual testing's being done there's more because of more testing okay that's interesting and so your small business is a coffee business what does that involve well Coffee is kind of, oh, coffee is a commodity, but I work with a category of coffee. It's considered specialty coffee. Let's call it the top 4% Mm -hmm. in Brazil. You know, I'm not the only one here, but I'm the only Australian doing Australian style coffee and service. Yeah. So at the moment I have two stores. I hope to increase that in the future and maybe someday 
open up a, a roastery. Oh, okay. So you're selling coffee in, in coffee shops? They're not really cafes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of commercial real estate where, you know, you have low fixed costs. They're called kiosks. Yeah. So in a shopping center, I have four square meters, five square meters, and I'm able to put really high-tech machines and have staff that are very quick and know how to make coffee in a very high standard. Yes. You know, during the peak times, we're getting 100 people in within an hour, so we're really fast. Not a cafe, but more kind of espresso, espresso bar. bar. Okay. And that's quite interesting that you're bringing Australian-style coffee to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. You think they could do coffee, but uh, there's a, that's an essay right there. I could talk to you for hours and while. Yes, that's a whole podcast in itself, isn't it? But yeah. I think, isn't it, historically what has happened is that the best grade of coffee has always been exported and the Brazilians have been left with the lesser grades to drink themselves. Is that part of the reason? Yeah, it's one part. But then again, the Brazil produces 33%, 30% of the world coffee production, and they moderate, you know, the international price, the commodity price. So you have farmers being incentivized by the government to have large farms and produce at volume. You have farmers that are pre-selling their crop before they've harvested, so right. they care about volume. Yeah. On the other side of the world, the the buyers have got into the thought that Brazil doesn't produce good coffee. Only that in recent 10 years, 15 years, that's changing a lot. So the majority is, is commodity, but uh, there is a, there's a small niche of specialty coffee here. Okay, and what was the next song that we're going to listen to? What I was trying to do is give a eclectic range of my what I like to listen to in music. But then I thought, oh, well, that, that's difficult. So I'll just go to my Spotify <laughs> most played of 2019 and in general. And I saw Oasis and I thought, well, you're half English, so Oasis. Okay. A lot of their music's more louder, but this is a quiet song. When I'm working at night, I like to listen to music that doesn't get me too animated. So this is, yeah, this is another nice song. Nice lyrics, quiet. More of a chill out song. Yeah. Because I grew up with Oasis in the UK, but alongside Blur, and there was sort of a big battle of the bands where you were either Blur or Oasis. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Blur is an amazing band too. Yeah, but it's quite interesting now with hindsight, although Oasis are kind of annoyingly arrogant in a way that sort of puts me off them, they do bring out some cracking tunes, actually, from time to time. The other one I've been listening to, which I really love, is Little by Little. Oh, yeah, great. You know what breaks my heart with Oasis? That they just don't kiss and make up. Yeah. You know, they had the chance in the Olympics in England. They had the chance to really come out and do it together, and they didn't. That would have been amazing. Yeah. So what have you been doing to pass time then? Well, let's go through my week. So I closed my two stores down, and I didn't have a lot of time, and I didn't have a lot of money, and I had a lot of bills. So Mm -hmm. I opened up an online coffee business where I sell packeted coffee 
And the great thing after being having three years business in Brazil, I had a lot of customers. So within the first week of switching on the store, I was selling coffee. So that's great. So right. on Monday, I head out by train to a place in Zona Norte. It's about, it's about an hour away door to door. Um, and I roast my coffee with, with my friends out there that have a roastery. And then on Monday night, I deliver that coffee. And then on Tuesday, the overflow of that coffee, I deliver it on Tuesday. So a couple of weeks ago on Tuesday, I cycled 65 kilometers. You do all this by bicycle? Yeah. I'm a small business owner and there's not too much margin. And because it's only me, I'm taking the advantage. I get out into the city. I exercise. At the same time, I'm mm-hmm. doing marketing while I'm delivering. So it's fun. Yeah. So you closed your two kiosks, was that because of the virus that um, clientele dropped off? Yeah, my cafes are located next to big commercial buildings. So my mm-hmm. my clientele are, you know, engineers, geologists, white collar workers. So yeah. they are all working from home at the moment. So I had to shut down. Okay. So I want to know, have you been banging your pots and pans in the evening <laughs> along with a, a lot of the nation? Oh, I, I did it one night. It was a big night. Uh-huh. But definitely where I live, the social demographics a little bit different. Banging mm-hmm. of the pot is more of a zone of soul, you know, more of the affluent areas that participate. So all my friends, I hear them saying, oh, they're starting to bang the pans again. But I only did it one night, obviously against Bolsonaro. So that's very interesting. The richer areas that tend to bang pot and not the uh, more lower class areas. Yeah. Knowing about Rio, Ingrid, when we say richer areas, yeah. richer comparable to, you know, the poor. So, yeah. The middle class um, areas, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Copacabana, So are people around where you live, they don't have strong opinion? Uh, they do, but I live at like, you know, one block away, there's a lot of a lot of really poor people. Mm-hmm. I don't, they're dealing with other struggles in their life. So politics and, you know, and that is, isn't one of them. Yeah. So have you found anything difficult during this time? Well, initially I was having some financial problems. You know, the only fallback small business owners have and banks and, you know, the credit card fees are here, extravagant. You know, your overdraft facility is very extravagant. And the banks, you know, if you don't have a good credit rating or if you don't have a good relationship, they, you're not going to get the support you need. I renegotiated my rents at my stores. I'm paying 50%. Luckily enough, I'm Australian and I had a career in Australia. I was able to withdraw on my superannuation and I was able to pay off all my debt. I was able to clear my name mm. in the banks. Um, so it was. it's a little bit of a godsend, this corona yeah. thing happening. Obviously, if I had a choice, I would say, no, let's just keep. But for me, you know, I've had a lot of... Uh, a lot of opportunities have arisen because I've been ready for them opportunities. Okay, well, that's quite interesting. So obviously the Australian government allowed people to access their, their super, which is your pension savings essentially, isn't it? Because of the virus, you've now been allowed to access that early. And that was the same for you even though you were living overseas? Yes, it was. You just had to be an Australian citizen with superannuation greater than $10,000. Okay. And what was the next song we're going to listen to? This is surprisingly, it's coming up a lot on my to play. So even though I like, you know, Joni Mitchell, I love every type of music. Apart from the new music, I don't, you know, a lot of the new hip hop I don't really like. But this is a group called Everything But The Girl. I think my my friend from Australia, my next door neighbour, introduced me to it. 
you know, we, we, we loved house music scene and UK music and DJs and going out. And this is just one of the albums he had. They're, they've got several good albums, but yeah, I, I made myself a playlist of everything but the girl just with my favourite songs. And this seems to be a song that I'm playing a lot. It's hard enough when you speak clearly, when you're confused. It's like a good stream running through these rooms. And I'm reading more into your words than you have put into them. And that's my problem, but you tie these knots now. Okay, so what would be the one thing that you want to do once everything's got back to normal? Oh, well, I was planning to go to back to Australia in 10 days, but my flight got cancelled. So I haven't been back to Australia in five and a half years. So, yeah, I'd like to go to my family. And obviously the thing about Brazilians, very tactile people when you meet and say hello, you kiss people on both cheeks. Has that noticeably stopped? Yes, definitely. We, we make this mistake sometimes and have a little bit of a giggle. So, oh, we yeah. can't do that anymore. Yeah, definitely public displays of that, I guess. If I'm around close friends, you know, I'll give them a high five, but not the kiss on the cheek. I remember in the in the last weeks of my cafe being open, I'm a big handshaker. So all my customers, I greet them with a first name and a handshake. And then at the end of that, we stopped doing that. So, yeah. And when you're speaking to your customers, do they have like a, a feeling of when they think they'll be able to go back to work? Yeah, I, I talk with them quite regularly. The larger internationals, uh, Petrobras, which is the national, which is the stat oil here, they're working successfully from home office. It appears like they will be starting to come back in September. Wow. Um, or November. And when they come back, they will be three days on, two days off at home. So, yeah, it's going to be a very challenging period. You know, we're going to be, apart from being offline until possibly September, we're going to have a really agonising ramp up going through the summer period, which is also kind of a low sales period. That, yeah. that is a very long time, isn't it, till September, November. And, of course, that's big companies that can afford to have people working from home for the vast majority of the population that live a bit more hand to mouth things must be incredibly difficult yeah i can imagine so i'm quite nervous like maybe the sentiment is that the economy just goes through a, a massive change and this working from home you know the, the big buildings that they occupy that's a lot of rent and you know if they if they don't need to spend that money maybe yeah oh so you think they might just close down a lot of their big buildings and not bother having large office complexes uh, yeah it's really funny because like it's just like a such a step change to actually think about what that would be like that world so i don't mm. think they're going to do it overnight but it could be something where we don't see the amount of people coming into the city you know every week like we did oh, okay and have there been many protests in the street the, the protests i've seen have been online I, i'm sure i don't think people got out, get, got out onto the street and done it. I, I, I can't remember seeing anything on in Sao Paulo. That would be a, a typical place, Avenida Paulista. There's probably enough going on in Brazil without protesting the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sure, uh, laugh to, to not cry. 
All right. What was the last tune that we're going to? I couldn't pick four songs without having Bob Dylan or the Beatles. And you can't really say you have a favourite Beatle. My favourite Beatle is John Lennon. And I love Paul McCartney just as much. And I think Wings Greatest Hits or the Band on the Run album is just an amazing album. I think this one's off the greatest hits. Um, And maybe I'm a a romantic as well. So (laughs) yeah, this is a romantic song. So I love, yeah, it's a nice song. talking to us today Dan. You're welcome Ingrid it was great thank you very much for having me. That's all for today guys hope you can tune to our next episode of Quarantunes coming soon have a great day.